0: This is the Digital Agency Insiders podcast. Inside, you'll learn how to build, grow, and scale your digital marketing agency all from the comfort of your favorite coffee shop. Let's get started with the show.
1: Welcome again to the Digital Agency Insiders podcast, the podcast that gives you an inside look into how entrepreneurs built and grew their agency. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I encourage you to go subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. And while you're there, drop us a review. So today we have with us Zach Anderson. And Zach is the president and CEO of Social Web Media, a software and platform company focused on developing technologies. That optimize online digital marketing and customer experience. Zach and his team have successfully developed and sold several products, including the recent sale of Reputation Loop to a Silicon Valley private equity firm and Alpine or firm Alpine SG. So after the sale of Reputation Loop, Zach and the social web media team began building Ringbot, which I'm super excited to talk about, a new product that combines AI with programmable programmable voice and text messaging. RingBot will bring a new level of performance and optimization to the use of voice and text providing customers with the ability to differentiate their business in the marketplace, streamline their sales and service delivery models and drive growth. Zach, I'm so excited to have you with us.
0: I'm glad to be here. Yes.
1: Yeah, so exciting.
0: I'm,
1: yes. So we've talked re- along and it's been several months ago. Yes. I to talk to you again because the last time we talked, Um, You had not made it very far into your new program. So tell us a little bit about RingBot.
0: Well, I started it, um, I mean, so basically the way I, I love building software, that's one of the things I really enjoy doing. And what I really enjoy building out of software is pieces of software that, help other marketing agencies grow their business and i really heavily focus on pieces of software that allow that marketing agency to have what we call i what i call a sticky service Mm -hmm. Um, what i mean by a sticky service is it's something that the business once they start using it they don't want to get rid of it Um, and it just kind of fits into their whole business model and it's really automated from the agency standpoint. So they're not having to put a lot of work and effort into it. Um, You know, owning a marketing agency myself for the last 10 years, I've, it's, you, it's really challenging when you start selling products that require a lot of work, even if you've got a system and a process and it's scalable, it's still a lot of challenge. Um, Reputation loop, that we sold was similar in the sense of that once you set it up and it was going it it worked pretty well Mm -hmm. Um, from an automated standpoint you didn't have to do much but there was still some non-automation things that you had to interact with them this is a kind of a designed as a A lead generation tool for businesses that just basically resides on their website and encourages visitors to basically communicate directly with the business through voice. um, Technology and you know leveraging that and so it's really about um, having a widget, but what it kind of looks like is just a widget that's on a site and it's got like AI so it knows when to actually like show up and pop up and say, hey, would you like to get in contact with us now? Enter your phone number. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically from that, they enter their phone number, our system calls the business, the business picks it up, They press one to accept the call and then it connects it to the visitor within uh, 10 seconds oh wow it's it's getting the visitor right when they're ripe to be you know some kind of they're in some kind of buying decision and the reason why this works so much better than what we would consider like a chat because you know how you go to websites Mm -hmm. and there's those chats what i've noticed and i've done a lot of testing on this and we did this a lot of testing with reputation loops website Because we had a lot of traffic, we would put up a chat bot, and a lot of the questions you'd get on there or the communication was all around customer service. It wasn't around sales, it was more this type of question, that type of question. When we put on um, the call widget onto the site, totally flipped. It was all about sales questions, and and they were in the moment of because they're wanting to talk to someone right there about service or whatever it may be. So that was kind of a light bulb that went off. I'm like, oh, well, that makes more sense. And so I, I started building this couple, um, the idea has been around for several years and I just started rebuilding this platform about two months ago. We're, we're, it's basically done, it's on beta and it's working out there. And I have it on a lot of my customers' websites and they immediately saw like an increase in their calls um, just because of how it interacts with the individual. And it takes less than like three minutes to set up. So you basically three minutes to go through this wizard, you get the code, put it on the website, you're done. It does all the reporting automated. It You know, the businesses know when the calls are coming in. So it's, it's really what I consider one of those really sticky products, because, you know, if a business is getting new leads or prospects mm-hmm. that are high quality sales prospects on a daily basis from your service, mm-hmm. they're not going to get rid of it. So the whole platform is built on white label. So a marketing agency can come into our platform. They can sign up for it and they can put it on their own URL. It's got their own branding. It's got all of that stuff on there. So it looks like it's their own software package. So that's that's kind of a goal that, or that's my niche, I guess you could say, that I've always been in, is just building software for marketing agencies that allow them to either focus on a single niche or use it, as a way to get into the door and then be able to sell additional services to businesses, you know, for the smaller businesses like dentists and things like this, you're not going to be able to sell this for thousands of dollars. You know, it's, it's going to be a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars, depending on the amount of traffic that goes through the website. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a real good way of either scaling a service-based business that's focused on a single thing that you can just do, you know, have thousands of customers, yeah. and have very little, um, work i mean very little i mean you don't have to do anything because the system is fully automated sends all the reports automated it sends everything automated i mean I don't, the only thing you'd have to change is if their hours change or something weird like that. But
1: so do you, um, do you charge monthly? Do you, the agencies that will be using it, do you recommend that they charge that monthly or is it like Always. a one-time fee? No,
0: everything's monthly. I will not build anything ever again in my life that's a like software platform that doesn't <laughs> require a monthly type of thing. I, I shouldn't say that because there, there will be a time I'm sure that I'll come up with like a little widget or a little plug-in that it's just a one-time fee or a yearly fee. Yeah, but my goal is, which is my same goal with my marketing agencies that work with me using uh-huh. you know, using my software, is to create a reoccurring revenue business. I have been, I, and the reason I this goes back to a business that I sold over ten years ago, as to why I started this this pursuit of reoccurring revenue, and it is the holy grail. I it was um, I was in the mortgage industry for a long time, <clears throat> and I owned a oops, excuse me, I owned a mark uh, a mortgage company and. I owned it actually during the, the the crash. I actually sold it before the crash, but the big housing bubble. I sold it in July of 2007, yeah, 2007, <laughs> like right before it. But the one thing that I learned about that business, and it's true for a lot of different businesses, is you're only as good as your last month. Oh, Meaning absolutely. you have to start over. And I you know, had been in commission sales my entire life, like that's all I've ever done. And it is a grind going out and reinventing yourself every single month. And especially if you don't have a, like a funnel that's really feeding it. I always had funnels in, in the mortgage business. But what killed me was when the market changed, your funnels didn't work. There's no yeah. business out there. So that was like this eye opening. I'm like, okay, I'm the next thing I do is only going to be reoccurring revenue. So everything that I focused on moving forward from there, which was over 10 years ago, was all just reoccurring revenue so my marketing agency that i had i would do a local seo and it was on a reoccurring basis then when i then you know five years ago when i, I think it was five and a half years ago when we started reputation loop. Same concept. We're going to build a platform that's designed around me generating recurring revenue from marketing agencies, and then those marketing agencies selling to businesses that's generating recurring revenue for them. Because that is the holy grail. You know, it's all yeah. it's it just builds on top of itself and it just grows exponentially. Especially if you have something that they're not going to churn, and churn is obviously if you sign up to hundred people and fifty of those people go away, that's a fifty percent churn. That's not good. You want to keep your churn really low and have a service that. Is sticky that you know yeah. provides a good value and has a return i see so many people out there selling these bright shiny objects that don't really do much they look cool
1: yeah. um
0: but they don't really do a lot of things or it's a manual process where the, the the agency has to put a lot of effort into doing whatever it may do and it may not even be something that services the business so you know there's a very few things out there on this marketplace that are truly automated and truly hands-off that service a local business or any kind of business for that matter and provides, you know, value like an actual ROI, which is an interesting thing. Getting an ROI on something. Imagine that.
1: (laughs) So what do you say that somebody, if they had the service, what would they charge monthly for it?
0: Well, it's so the way that I've built out the subscription module is the agencies, they, they have it per install. So an install is basically a a, a widget sitting on a website.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And what I would charge if I was going directly to a business or if the agency's going directly towards a business, you charge for a call. So basically, and so like, and one call lasts more than 10 seconds and no longer more than 10 minutes. So it's like a credit almost. So like, yeah. if I was going to like a dentist, I'd be like, you know, I could look at their kind of their traffic and get an estimation is what it would be. But let's just say, okay, for 40 credits or 40 calls a month, I'm going to charge you $97 a month. Mm-hmm. So then if they go above that, you could be like, okay, it's $1.75 per call. And you could do it that way. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. You know, if you go into an auto dealership, you know, you could be, you know, they could have hundreds of calls, thousands of calls. So you could say, you know, for an auto dealership, it's, uh, I don't know, $500. Cause you basically, you can just work the math backwards. You can be like, and you can just break it back down per call should be X amount of uh, X amount of money and so then you can just kind of ramp up from there and decide how much you're able to what you want to charge them and and you know what the value is on that and it's really cool so like for example if it's a marketing or excuse me it's a, if it's an auto dealership you know they've got a ton of different salespeople, right mm-hmm. so you can put in as many agents as you want and the system will simultaneously call them and do an, an AI round robin type of deal so that one person doesn't always get it and whoever picks up the phone first and presses one gets that call and then it's recorded and it's actually tracked back to that person all of that type of stuff so so it's pretty easy to see the ROI on it. I mean,
1: that is incredible. Yeah. So when you're charging for, you know, you're charging the agency, are you charging for a call as well?
0: No. So the way, and I, I deliberated on this extensively <laughs> and it could change drastically. So originally I, I didn't know if I utilize um, Twilio as my backend to mm-hmm. support the calls. And so Twilio has an ability where I can create an account with them and then do sub accounts underneath that and mm-hmm. handle all the billing. That can pose some problems, but also have some significant benefits. So what I decided to do was, you know what, I'm just going to allow the agencies to put in their own Twilio credentials so that they control all of that. So basically, then that changed and simplified what I'm going to charge to the agencies. So for example, um, let's just say the agency signs up and for $200 a month, they get, let's call it 100 installs. I don't mm-hmm. know what the number is actually going to be, but that let's just say yeah. that is, so they, you know, that's $2 per install that they actually put on that they can use. And those installs, you know, can range from 40 calls to 500 calls. And so yeah. it, you know, it just kind of comes down to what the agency wants to sell. So, you know, for 200 bucks a month, they could be making five ten thousand $10,000 a month. So it's a really good return on their investment. If it was a hundred of those, you know, if they have a hundred at 200, that's, what is that four zeros, 10,000? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, you know, and, and that's the whole concept is allowing them to control the pricing as to how they do that. Cause some agents in me want to combine it into their overall package. You know, it's like maybe they do local SEO and this is just a part of it. I love, of it. So.
1: I love it. I love it. So yeah. it's in beta right now. When does it actually open up for
0: and well, I have the, I have the,
1: I'm, I'm yeah. putting you on the spot. I'm sorry.
0: Well, yeah, and in software, this is like the this is the one question you never answer because guess what happens the second I say something.
1: Well, something and is- we're recording early. It's not gonna okay. release for you know a little while. So you guys Okay, that's
0: good. I got some wiggle room. Um Well, my I have a uh a deadline set for later when we are January, right? Yeah. For like towards the end of this month. Um okay. The 18th is when I kind of want to have a, f- a full-fledged, what we call MVP, yeah. minimal viable product, um, mm-hmm. that will have all the pieces that I want in it. You know, that, uh, and and I, I'm beta testing it right now personally. So I'm like seeing, you know, I'm, do- I'm doing the tweaks. Mm-hmm. I'm actually starting to sell it. I'm actually going out there and selling this to businesses so myself. Let's manually. dig
1: into that. How oh, is that God. going? Because <laughs> I know you... You don't like going face-to-face to people. You I never
0: don't. have. I, I, that is, I am a firm believer in not, I, I know I've actually had some people get really angry about this on this topic. Because um, <laughs> some people are like, you have to meet people in person. And I'm like, no, I actually don't.
1: So Nobody I, do anything. <laughs> in my 20, well,
0: let me think how old I was when I first started. I don't know, let's just call it 25 years. In my 25 years of sales and entrepreneurship, I've probably met less than 10 people in person. I refuse to do it, and I've sold- Was that mortg- even in
1: mortgages?
0: More of that was, that's where it originated was mortgages. I built this system. I built a system, a very, very specific system that I still use to this day that allows me to never have to meet a, a, a customer, a prospect in person, and this was way back in the mortgage days. So over 20 years ago, I kind of perfected this system to the point where I was doing over 80 loans in one month with one assistant.
1: But you never saw okay, how did you never. sign closing documents? No. Okay, well, now I'm just I just like no,
0: I didn't do that. That escrow department does that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So you have so the way so most people when they do more like this, let's just go back 20 years. How typically an individual would do a mortgage is you would be someone would call you up and they're like, Hey, you know, I'm looking to buy a house, blah, 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 you know, do yeah. all that. And they would usually, okay, well, why don't you let's schedule an appointment for you to come in? Because they didn't have a system so they would have they would have them come in they would say okay you know you need to fill this out bring all this crap in but i mean you know it was like basically giving away your third fourth i've fifth, done it i used dollars. to do those
1: mortgages that's why i'm shocked that you didn't have people come um, in
0: so this is so i built a, an entire system around this and they didn't even know what was happening i was so good at this <laughs> i would basically i had I, I wish i could show you so i would I'd get a phone call. I don't know how much time we have this. I don't know if I should dig into this or not, or if it's <laughs> of any value, but I actually, but I've translated this into every business that I've built and started. Yeah. So I have full actual, I have a, a complete course on this. I just haven't even released it. It's just sitting there. It's my full sales process so that no one ever has, you be able, basically build this process out so you never have to meet someone in person. So this was my trick of the mortgage thing and I learned a ton about this. So let's just say you call me up and you say, hey, I'm looking for a mortgage. I'm like, okay, that's great. Hold on a second. Let me just grab a piece of paper. What I would do, you know what a 1003 is, right?
1: Mm, It's been a while.
0: 1003 is a mortgage application. That's what they call it in our industry, whatever. Um, Well, I would, I would grab an application. I got way, this was in the beginning. I got way more refined than this. And I was just like, okay, well, here, let me, let me just grab some of your information. So just in case we get disconnected, I would start filling out the 1003, the application. Mm -hmm you know and i'd be like i'd be like okay what's your name is there anybody else on the loan you know what's your address you know and i'd get like main main contact information like kind of the core of everything like that Uh um and then i would stop and i'd be like okay then i'd ask them the questions like so you know, um you buy new, you what are we what are we doing here? You know, what what's yeah. your goals? You know, I'd find out, you know, where they're at and then how much they're wanting to buy to buy. And then so once we've got into that question, you know, how much they're on that, okay, well let's just I'll just run some numbers real quick and see where we're at. Okay, so what's uh you know, where you work? So I'll see how that easily transitioned to and so I'd fill that part out. Oh, does your wife work? Fill that part out, get their um thing, and I'm like, okay, just give me a real quick rundown of what's your debts, you know. And so I'd switch to the desk first, put it that way. And basically I had an Excel spreadsheet that back in the day, there there, there was not, you know, yeah. it, and, and I had a really cool, com, you know, calculator that did all these types of things. Um, so then I would basically kind of work through that, find out down payment. So I got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't even realize it. In about 15 minutes, it was a complete 1003, which is an application. Mm-hmm. But I did it in a way that they didn't realize I was getting an application. So I get to the end, and I'm like, "Okay, well then, let me, you know, based off what you're putting down, you know, if you have decent credit, this is, you know, I'm like this is what you can afford." And you know, then yeah. I would go like, "Okay, then this," and then I'd be like, "Then they talk about more," and they're like, "Okay." So now what I want to do, I just want to take you through a really quick presentation, and I would just basically at that point i would just do it over the phone like uh-huh. verbally i wouldn't show because they didn't have you know zoom they didn't have all yeah. these things and so i would kind of walk them through our system our process and why we're so successful at what we do and how we lock loans and how i mean so it was basically like a 10 minutes presentation and at the end of that i'd be like you know how does that sound is that good to you and they'd be like yeah i'm like okay well the last thing i need is all i need to do is get your social security number and your permission i can run credit and get you pre-approved in like 10 minutes so yeah. like and so then bam, you know, the, I, I pushed them off of what rates are. Cause we, yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I used, you know, like an actual selling system where I was putting value in by my knowledge and my expertise and my team and what I was mm-hmm. able to do. And so that the rate question never really came up because that's what people typically do shop for rates. And we're, and I was always like, you know, everybody gets, and I would explain them in my presentation. Every, I would explain how this whole thing works mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't ask rates because I was so good at that process. So basically that's where my sales process originated from yeah. and it was fully documented and so basically that one was complicated because of what i was doing mortgages mortgages yeah um then that translated into i went and uh, sold computer hardware same thing i did all my phone i did all my sales over the phone i think the biggest thing i ever did was a 1.5 million dollar purchase order in one month and i did that all via fax and phone i mean that was just and that was during the dot-com boom, you know, and then that yeah. crash. remember that crash? <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that was 2000.
1: Me being such a people person, it yeah. boggles me that somebody can do sales without being face to face with people because I'm, that's where I'm That's my strong point is being in front of people. But
0: the thing is, is I, I feel as though I am face to face with them when I'm talking to them on the phone and yeah. how I interact with them. But yeah. it's also because of the sales process that I created. Yeah. I still do it to this day. So, like, um, in the when I was selling computer hardware, I had the same kind of system. You know, I, yeah. I won't dig into it. And then um, I started my own mortgage company, and I built a full system. Like, all I actually used technology and made it automated. At this point, yeah, so those got really crazy, and I, I and I sold that in 2007 right before the crash um and then after I, my workout that i had to do because i had to do that for a couple of years i started yeah. my marketing agency i literally just did the exact I created the same sales process the whole thing the, the way i name products all that and i did the same thing i would just go on google you know type in dentist you know seattle and get a list of all the dentists get all their emails and all that and just start mm-hmm. sending out cold emails mm-hmm. that's how i've gotten business. It's how I get business <laughs> still to this day. Um, and then even in the mar- in the, in the re- reputation loop, I built the full entire sales process inside of there. So it was fully automated. And basically the only time our salespeople had to do anything is when someone booked an appointment with her for a demo. She when didn't already cold knew cold they calling, were interested. They yeah. didn't do any cold calling, any prospecting. I was doing all the outbound coming in Mm-hmm. to request the demo, so mm-hmm. you know, and we were able to grow it significantly. And it, oh, that was really automated because I used like a, a, an ICAF like an campaign or Infusion Software. Uh-huh. It had a whole, you know, how they can just get crazy sequentials. To uh-huh. That's you know, had text messaging. It had you know, voice drops. It had, voice, you know, uh-huh. so it was walking them through all this stuff, and the the salesperson had to do nothing but either make the phone call when the system told them to, or yeah. answer the call, or do the demo when. I mean, it wasn't, it's not rocket science. So I build that in every, every, every company I build, no matter what it is. Um, Cause it's the, it's the key that sales process is probably the most important aspect of mm-hmm. the business because guess what? Mm-hmm. Nothing happens unless you have a sale. So I create a lot of automation and systems and processes around the sales process, which then once I get that perfected, move into, you know, the onboarding and move into the, the, <clears throat> the term. you know basically management of the customer and all that type of stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm a real big into systems and processes. I just like building things. And so yeah. that's where I've been able to be really successful and not work very much. I mean, yeah. I try to work as little as I possibly can and make as much as I can. Yeah, that's I, true. You know, so all
1: you introverts out there that think you can't do this without getting out of the house, you are wrong. You can totally do this.
0: <laughs> I calculated it was <clears throat> just from me. And this is, um, it's over 14 million gross revenue that I've generated in the last, like, you know, 12 years or something like that. That's gross. I mean, that's, you know, there's lots of expenses and stuff like that's not what I had partners. It's not what I made. Um, But that was all with never meeting anybody in person in all these different businesses. And you know, it's, yeah, so that's, that's my whole thing is, is trying to not, because you waste some time. I mean, honestly, if you're having to drive somewhere, yeah. And most people aren't going to come into you especially in the marketing agency world because the business you're selling to sil- small businesses where are really you know busy as it is yeah. so you're typically having to go to here then to here then to there and so you can maybe do three four appointments max a day
1: yeah. and not
0: able to do anything else where I could <laughs> if I have you know I could do oh, 30 of them you know because it's <laughs> all automated so yeah. it, you know you do lose some stuff I'm not going to lie I yeah. had a customer that was in Florida and they were a customer for like two years, mm-hmm. um, a dentist. And they eventually said, you know, I love you. You're doing great. But we want someone close that can come into our office and talk to us about things. I said, mm-hmm. no problem. And I, I, I it's, have not, a, it's
1: not a job thing. It's just a preference thing. Yeah, it
0: is just it is what it is. So, you know, but I also have systems behind that that maintain yeah. them and keep them going and coming back, which is probably the most important aspect of all of it. But yeah, I, I don't meet people in, in person, even I'm when they not. were only a couple miles down the road i still say nope Sorry.
1: i'm gonna stay right here in my cushy little house
0: <laughs> well i'm in an office actually i oh, can't get yeah. out of the house it's just that's a fake background but you know it looks pretty <laughs>
1: It does look pretty. So what does the, um, what does the sales process look like for RingBot? I mean, what is it, what do you say when you're calling on and are you only like right now, I know it's in beta. Are you only going to your current customers that you already do websites for? Or are you going to brand new people that what have else? never even heard of
0: you? My current customers. That's like a joke. I mean, they're just, it's <laughs> easy. Hey, yeah. can I put this on your site? It's going to generate more calls. It's only X, Y and they're like, okay. yeah, no problem. It literally not one of them says no. Um, yeah. especially when I show it to them. Um, how i'm testing right now is i'm basically i use i wrote this down i use GetResponse.io right. that that mm-hmm. um, goes to linkedin and scrapes um, email addresses and then i use reply.io and basically reply.io is an email marketing system so i export mm-hmm. those and put them into reply.io and it's just cold emails and then i just have a conversation with people when they do i'm working on automating that part of it um right now i'm just trying to find out what the yeah the good, the bad, the ugly are. It's been I because it's a low service low, low dollar figure service, um uh-huh. and <clears throat> it's super easy and they, they see the value of it so quickly. Um that they, they, it's not hard to convert them. I mean, I basically tell them, I'm like, watch what it does. And I Uh show them the site, I put it in and I say, see how quick that was. They're like, whoa, I'm like, yeah. And it's interactive. It's got AI associated with it. You know, you can do on hours, off hours, you know, they can tell which page is coming from, you know, it basically is removing. And I always use this as one of the big sales points. I mean, what I I always tell them, like, uh, I'm like, how fast does your front desk respond to people when they have inquiries? Like, and i guarantee you it's you know days could go by and mit did this study that if you contact someone within like five minutes you have a, like a 900 percent higher chance of closing them as a customer or getting in touch with them so this is doing it in 11 to 15 seconds and it's right then when they're on there and when they're wanting to do it and it's a sales opportunity it's not like a customer service they have a question about something specific yeah so it's not a hard sale especially when it's not very expensive
1: no kidding so how many emails are you sending out in a day or do you does it just automate and you never no, know how- i
0: have to go and right now right now so i'm tweet. I'm, I'm in i'm thinking. messing with it tweaking it like a lot so i'm trying to just generate and gather like you know two to three hundred emails a day and see what uh-huh. my response rates again see what my messaging is um all those kind of things and so I don't really have too much data on it yet, but I'm trying to do this myself before I launch it. So I I can be like, this is how you do it. I mean, I already have it on my customer site that I know it works and I know how all those kind of things. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in practice, what you preach. That's why I still have a digital marketing agency that I still have customers in that fire me and I bring on new ones. So I I'm always (laughs) knowing, and that's where I incubate a lot of my, my, um,
1: Ideas. Yeah. So, you know,
0: I see a problem or a need and I'm like, oh, and I write it down and decide whether or not I want to build something around it, you know? Yeah. Because it's scary building things. I mean, if you think about it, you got to invest 10, 20, 30, 40, hundreds of, you don't know, depending on what scale you're going, yeah. before you even know it's going to work and, and whether you're going to sell it to people. So,
1: that's so scary. So scary. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed chatting with you again and I can't talk today, (laughs) learning about RingBot a little bit more. So I like to end with, tell me what you're currently listening to or reading that is inspiring you and helping you build your business.
0: I think I wrote some of these downs. Um, one of the so I'm really into SaaS, um, SaaS uh-huh. platforms, and you know what it does. <clears throat> and this this one guy, uh, his name is Get uh, the the blog I think is get This um, okay. is his blog, and basically it's just all a lot of content about SaaS, SaaS okay. platforms. You know, churn rate. It's like the the technical boring stuff, but it also has really good, interesting stories on it. So I follow a lot of that. Um, it gives me an insight as to you know, where I am, what I need to look on, what I need to focus on. Uh-huh. Um, there's another really good book that's called um, uh, Make More, Work Less. Uh, I don't remember who the actual author is. i have to look it up real quick for you. But that's a really good book about yeah. basically my life. It's just yeah. try and work as little as you can and make as much as you can, which is really about just creating systems and processes and automating yeah. So um, outside, I'm just
1: so on, I'm going to be nosy. I know you're building something right now. So take that equation away from it. But if you were not in the middle of building and testing something about how many hours a week do you work?
0: Um, I mean it, because, oh, this is a trick question, I it guess. Is. <laughs> um, the, so if I go back to when I had my, some of my other platforms, uh-huh. it, it's, it's a weird thing. So I would maybe come in. So I take my kids, I have a very set schedule. I'd come in, and I'd get into the office. I'd take my kids to school first. I I'd get in the office at about eight o'clock uh-huh. and I'd put in a hard, you know, good amount of work till around one. Um, and then I'd usually go to lunch with my wife and then I really would, wouldn't do anything after that. And it would just, then I would catch back up when I got back home just real quick or things on the fly, Slack notifications. Yeah. Um, so there, that was kind of my, my routine um, yeah. and I never work on the weekends and I never work at night. Um that was also, I was living in San Diego where the weather is a lot nicer. Now that I moved to Seattle, I mean, it's like I can't. It's okay to work too. all the time now. <laughs> now I work, I, I'm starting to work a lot more, which is, you know, intriguing. But if I'm, if I got everything working and, and I'm on full cylinders and I've got the right staff and all those types of things, I, I'm, I try to work like four to five hours a day.
1: It's not bad, of
0: of, you know, and that's and take um Fridays off, so nice. Yeah, I've I've done I've been a uh, proponent of Fridays off for probably 20 years, I and I just do it. That's just the way I and it's because I always golf on Fridays. We have a golf group, I started
1: to say, I don't do Fridays off, I do a chunk of my work Monday through Thursday, and then Friday is just checking on things, yeah, low key, And, 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 and a
0: lot of times, you know that's not necessarily all of fridays off but i reserve it to be so i you know get up and do the work until i need to go you know to the golf course but it rains here now during so (laughs) i i don't i I just work on fridays it is anyway so all of it's out the door
1: you need to move back to san diego
0: well it's it's just so weird i hear so many people out there in this industry or just in, in the world that it's all about hustle and grind and grind and grind and i just think that's so wrong because there are times in your life and times in business that you have to work hustle and grind mm-hmm. but if you do it correctly unless you're trying to build a billion dollar company you can set up automations and and do things around that but there are some people that are wired that just want to do that
1: go go I'm, go Yeah, not?
0: I'm kind of the opposite where I when I do something I go all in and I work hard at it but I'm also like I want to go Get out and experience yeah. the world spend time with the kiddos because they're kids. only gonna be little for a little while <laughs> my daughter's 12 almost 13 and i'm like the, i have like no that's how fast it's going by is insane so
1: i started say, mine will be 13 in february so i'm in yeah. the same boat i have
0: I'm a excited. january she's in like a, a week or something like that day, I'm like, so yeah she's 13 crazy it
1: goes it does go fast so enjoy it well i say that 13 is kind of a tricky time because they're kind of attitude but <laughs>
0: yeah yes <laughs> Yes, they are.
1: All right, Zach. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And if you guys enjoyed this, like I said, go like us on iTunes, go give us a review. Uh, we're also on YouTube, find us on YouTube and visit us on digitalagencyinsiders.com. Join our membership. You get a two week free trial and you actually can see another interview with Zach where we dive in a little bit deeper about his agency and how he goes after clients and gets clients and keeps them and all that good stuff. So we'll see you guys next time.
0: You've been listening to the Digital Agency Insiders podcast. For more tutorials on growing your digital marketing agency, make sure to visit digitalagencyinsiders.com.